Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Kenichi Yeehaw podcast. I'm Natalie. And I'm Jared. And, well, first of all, we'd like to uh, wish you all happy holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. Hopefully, everybody had a good holiday. Ours Um, has been very busy. Ours has been very busy, very long, Mm -hmm. still going on by whenever we're recording this. Um, But uh, we're nearing the end of the holidays. And with that, we end another anime season. So we want to review what we watched this season technically it's fall yes <laughs> fall of 23 mm-hmm. so starting off with the things that continued from last season or just previously uh spike's family season two came out and i know that whenever we opened whenever we did our what's in season episode i was kind of like oh man there's not a lot of like plot happening um, it got, once we entered the actual arc of the season, a lot of plot happened. Really, though? The 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 ship. Yeah, and that's about it. Yeah, but that was most of the season. Uh, was it? I think Pretty that was sure only was. like three or four episodes. It was maybe four, maybe five episodes. I'd say four max. Really? Yeah. I really don't okay. think it was very many episodes. Okay. Well, we do have an actual arc. Where something yes. happens. Yeah, let's just say there is a, <laughs> there is one arc that happens, and then the the season ends on some random episode. Really random episode. Um, kind of awkward. But so the arc that does happen was good. Yeah. Um, essentially, everybody goes um on a cruise, but Yor is on the cruise working as a bodyguard, and then Anya wins a raffle. So her and Lloyd can also get on the cruise. But Yor is technically working. So they don't really see each other like at all during yeah. the cruise. Um, and Anya knows that she's working. Part of the humor, right? Um, so this was a pretty... I mean, obviously this is a very Yor-centered uh, arc. Hooray! Yay! Um, and I actually think it's pretty funny because... <laughs> Recently, we had a, um, you know, anime that's good for kids. And we we're like, yeah, Spike's family. Not much really happens. Like, we know that they're assassins, but there's not a lot there. Um, Yor gets very violent during yes. this during this arc. It is very violent and very gory. Um, or more gory than what has been shown. There's blood. There's Yeah, there's a lot I of blood. A lot of, I don't think there's gore. Yeah, like, I guess gore is the yeah. wrong word, but it's there's a lot bloody. of blood. There's a lot it's of It's very blood. bloody. Yeah. So maybe I, I take it back just a little bit. Yeah. But um, obviously uh, the, the biggest like part of the season, which was this arc, is that Yor is starting to question um, or was starting to question why she is still doing this because at first it was to like protect this her. being an assassin yes being an assassin um at first it was to protect her little brother but her little brother is like a man now and doesn't really need her protection so then she just kind of started thinking why am i really doing this and it didn't really go anywhere but she started thinking about it yeah 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 um other than that it's still funny mm-hmm. it's definitely still funny but um, the cruise was really the only plot that happened. So Anya just hasn't been in school the entire season. Yeah. 
uh, Except essentially. at the very end. Well, I guess the yeah. whole point was that the the cruise was the summer vacation. Yeah, the cruise. So was then the she comes back from yeah. it, and there is the po- the point where like going on a cruise isn't that fancy to private school kids. Yeah, she's very disappointed in that, but yeah. Uh, next is Dark Gathering, which concluded this season. Uh, speaking about uh, anime not for kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, definitely. So Dark Gathering concluded this season. Um, this second half was wild. Yes. The second half was a lot. Um, if you are a fan of creepypasta style um, horror, perfect for you. Perfect. Oh, Oh, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. And you know what's what I thought was really interesting is because you you know, they, they do a lot of cliffhangers, right? You know, mm-hmm. like they would start a haunt and then you have to wait until next week to see how it, you know, resolved itself. Um, you is at the end of the the halfway point of the kid with the meatballs. Mm-hmm. You were like, This is some real creepypasta stuff. And the thing is that I never really got into creepypasta, so I don't really know what that means. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what that means. I'm just going to be honest with oh, you. Oh, okay. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, meaning like, so... It's just like scary beyond belief. Like, kind of, yeah. Essentially. Yeah. A lot... Well, it's... A lot of creepypastas are like scary, like, in an absurd way. Mm-hmm. So like, a famous one is like Sonic.exe, which is like... It's the regular Sonic game, but it's all bloody and there's like a corpse of Sonic mm-hmm. and like the Tails doll is all possessed and it's all bloody. Okay. And so like, it's absurd. Uh-huh. Like, and so the meatballs, absurd. The meatballs are absurd. Although I will say that what you're describing does sound like there's more comedy in it. It's <laughs> not supposed to be comedic though. It's not supposed it's to not, be? It's not okay. supposed to be comedic. It's like okay. the target audience for creepypasta personally. Um, well, Okay. This is debatable. Okay. The target audience for creepypastas are like 12-year-olds. Okay, that's So fair. that it's scary for 12-year-olds. It's year scary olds. for 12-year-olds. Um, yeah. This is like... Still pretty scary. Pretty scary. Yeah. Um, like, it's di- this is disturbing. And the yes. whole point of creepypastas is that they're disturbing. It's disturbing, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's uh, a lot of times it's like some like disturbing thing that's like the image with it is like very bloody and right. things like that Creepy and so yeah and things like that yeah so that's what dark gathering is though yeah um they the team is still we're still going to different haunts um leveling up their demons yes. and uh, things like that um and capturing still capturing more demons our spirits however you want to look mm-hmm. at it um it is getting a lot more um descriptive in the sense of like how she's exercising yeah and like the plans are getting more elaborate there's like actual plot now (laughs) yeah the plans are getting more elaborate um so uh, how this season ends just go ahead and say it how the season ends is they are preparing to battle god well a god sorry they're preparing to battle a god but there are like 10 steps that they need yeah. to take before battling this Basic, god yeah. which makes sense the thing is that it sounds ridiculous but it makes sense it's everything this season <laughs> has been leading up to yes which i think is really really funny mm-hmm. because they set up so there are five places that they're going to go to make a pentagram um 
And those five places are all haunted places. Yes. So typical episode layout means that each of those five places will have roughly two episodes per place. Yes. Meaning 10 episodes, then that leaves the last two episodes for the final battle. Right. Um, but <laughs> this is all supposed to happen in a night. Yes. This is all going yes, to happen in all- one night. Well, and I and I wonder about that um, if they if it is actually going to happen in a night or if they do plan on maybe doing like three one day two another day See, like just trying to do it as as quickly as they can because I mean this is a really big area that they're yes covering. but, but maybe, they you said know, that plot. it's all before they meet up with that one girl with the girl in, in the, the yeah. in the hospital and so yeah. like like yeah you know plot it'll it's the we don't need to worry about the holes yeah they haven't happened yet yeah and so um but it is really interesting it Mm. is a really interesting show um and then you continued so i am continuing uh, this is a season two it's not a like um season continuation Mm -hmm. but um it's girlfriend girlfriend which is an excellent plot um, of I have a girlfriend and then another girl asked me out and I couldn't turn her down. So now I have have two girlfriends, which first season was all about, was for the most part all about that relationship. And then they like slowly introduced more characters Mm -hmm. and by more, I mean like two, Mm -hmm. um, that were also like, oh, I like you too. Um, really? So second season, um, worse than the first. Okay. Straight yeah. up. Just worse than the first season. And the reason for that is because they kind of focused less on the main two girls. Um, where the first half was like kind of focusing on the main two girls. Um, and then the... I guess the overall plot of the first of the second season is that the original girlfriend has yet to kiss the boyfriend. And this entire season is a setup for them. Like the overarching plot is for them to have their first kiss in a special moment. So that's not just like a like, Mm -hmm, okay, mm -hmm. we kissed. Right. And so like one thing leads to another and I actually really like the character, the main three characters. Like, so it's a boy who is stupid beyond belief. Okay. He is very dumb. He is like, um, he's dumb, offensive instead of like 100 like girlfriends. Himbo. Yes. He's, yes, he's a himbo. Like, he's like, I will do whatever I need to, to make sure that my girlfriends are happy, uh-huh. but it's realistic. Unlike 100 girlfriends, <laughs> which it's just like Absurd. over the top. Yeah. Um, this is basically the show, the realistic version of like, this is the show, like 100 girlfriends must be like directly parroting mm-hmm. um, because this is like, like polyamory, polyamory realistic mm-hmm. where it's just like okay there's like i have two girlfriends i'm two timing which they bring that up all the time they're like you know we're two timing this is like the end goal is kind of complicated here right yeah um and then 
it's really funny. One thing that's really funny is that the other two characters, the other two love interests, or if you want to call them that, mm-hmm. um, are just like, they're okay characters. One of them is literally like an e-girl. Mm-hmm. Um, like, she's a streamer, right? She's a streamer, yeah. Right. But like, she's a titty streamer. Okay. Um, and, uh, but it's so funny because like, the main guy wants nothing to do with her it is hilarious (laughs) like obviously they still have to have plot so they're like you know halfway through the season they're like okay i'm gonna pull some bs and the compromise that they come to is i will give you i think it's a month to try to win me over like to try to make me have feelings for you Mm -hmm. and if you do not succeed in that one month then you have to stop like you have to give up on me okay and it's very stupid like i said this main character is so stupid (laughs) like the things he comes up with is ridiculous um in like a bad way and uh and so he's just like it's it's just funny because he's just like not having it at all with like anything that she does Mm -hmm. and it's like so tip so like not typical for a harem anime right because like he's just not having it he's (laughs) like i will stay faithful to my two girlfriends (laughs) and i don't care about anyone else right and then they introduced a fourth girl which was in the first season but she's the she's the first girlfriend's best friend and she's like, oh, I don't want, you know, I don't want to hurt my friend's feelings by telling uh, them that I have uh, feelings for her boyfriend. Long, very stupid sequence happens. Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, she does end up confessing. Of course. Um, and uh, the compromise that they came up with is... She, she basically, she was like, if you're able to love two people, what's stopping you from loving three people? It's a big so brain move she right was, there. So basically she was like, once you've made your two girlfriends happy, then if you have any, other, any energy left, like I'm here. <laughs> If you have any energy left, I'm here. Of course. And so, and like, it's really funny because like the, the main girl or like the first girlfriend Mm -hmm. and the boyfriend are just like shocked by this. (laughs) And they're just like, I mean, I guess Mm -hmm. like, because the, the streamer girl, her whole thing is that they're, she's trying to become number one. To where she he breaks up with his two girlfriends for her. Right. But this fourth girl, she's like, I just want to join. Right. So it's she's like, I'm gonna help you out. And yeah. so it's it's a r- weird situation. There are mm-hmm. some really funny moments in the show though. Um and I really like the characters, but honestly, it's like a six out of ten show or like five out of ten show. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's pretty garbage. Okay. Pretty garbage. <laughs> yeah like but it's fun for what it is it's my type of show mm-hmm. um which leads us into to the better version of the show 100 girlfriends the 100 girlfriends who really 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 
like me or love mm-hmm. me. Sorry. Um, so this show is great. The show is fantastic. The show is all of the humor. Like it's, it is a harem anime with all of the humor, but also they all love each other. Yeah. Which is beautiful. It's beautiful. Yes. Um, so all, so right now we have five, five girls. No, no, sorry. Six. We're going to, no, no, no. Hold on. We'll talk about One second, one second, one second. So we have one, two, three, four, five. Okay. So we have five girls. Okay. We'll, st- we'll, st- we'll yeah. talk about the sixth yeah, one later. Yeah. So we have five girls. Um, two of them actually really love each other. Yeah. Two of them will like make out with each other. Um, un- I mean like subconsciously, but like, you know, they love each other. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a lot of, a lot of really fun humorous moments um, where they are, um, helping each other out just interacting with each other and they're all just very cool with each other yes yeah it really is great um there's no like there's no ill will in it no there's There's no ill will of course there is some jealousy but it's resolved fairly quickly Mm -hmm. (laughs) um it's most of the jealousy is resolved with a my turn yes yes absolutely um so okay the big conflict that happens um towards the second half is that one of the girls who is like the big titty kind of like flirty one Mm -hmm. her mom learns that she's in this polyamorous relationship and is like i'm not having that very sensible reaction by the way (laughs) Um, she's like i'm not having that that sounds terrible for you and now I forbid you from seeing them and you are transferring schools. Like, you know, very over the top reaction because uh, she's rich, by the way, mm-hmm. um, which they also didn't know that about her. <laughs> so whenever they go to her house and realize it's gated with guards. Yeah, it's like a mansion. It's like a mansion. Yeah. So the mother is like, you can't be with th- with them anymore, like a overarching them. And the guy uh, uh Rentero is like i'm going to break you out of your home and we're gonna run away together and of course all of the other girlfriends are like me too because they also love her yeah um so cue heist like antics trying to break out um the the girlfriend they get caught um so okay wait let's talk about the the ridiculous the ridiculous of how this is all set up one of the girlfriends is into pharmaceuticals and they come across like like spy movie lasers that they can't see. So this girl who's into pharmaceuticals says, I have eye drops that will make you see the lasers, but you're not going to be able to see much else. Like it's going to blind you for a little bit. So our, um, the boyfriend takes those eye drops can't see anything but the lasers does the spy thing gets caught anyway gets taken to the mom and he can't see that's this is this is important he can't mm-hmm. see gets taken to the mom they have this like kind of like a heart to heart because she explains like her really bizarre childhood also and then he starts to cry because it's a moving story and he's 
very sensitive. Yes. So the eye drops wear, wear off. He looks at the mother and there's a spark with the mother. Why did they do that? And it was a cliffhanger. Oh my goodness. We were screaming. We were screaming. And she loses all of the composure that she has had, that we have seen her with, and just collapses and is a puddle of horniness also. Yeah. But now she's like a mother. Like she's, you know, she's older. Everybody else is around the same age. You know what? I will say this. Um, it is a, f- she's only like, she's 16 years older than him. She's 16 years older than him, which yeah, is still a so, sizable gap. Yeah, it is a sizable gap, but it's not like 40. 40 yeah. Yeah. She's like 26. Well, no, sorry. 30. 29. She's 29. 29, almost 30. Yeah. Yeah. So, but either way, she. I'm not defending it. No, I'm not no, defending no. it. Yeah. So she just like turns into a bottle <laughs> because she's also a romantic i mean she's just like her daughter and mm-hmm. she's very flirty and they all say fuck it and they all <laughs> like spend the weekend together in this mansion um getting playing to, dress up playing dress up and getting to know each other like all of them getting to know each other yeah and it's so ridiculous it is so ridiculous and it ends with the mother now bought the school yeah because she's rich right she bought the school so that she can be at the school to be with her boyfriend boyfriend. and then we get slightly teased what the next few girls are gonna be like which hopefully i mean hopefully gets animated i think that'd be great if you got animated looks like we got some interesting girls to add into the mix we got, what was it? It was like emo, sporty, preppy. There was one more. There was goth. Like goth. The goth and emo were different. Yes, yes, yes. They were yeah. different. When I say emo, I meant like more moody. I don't, I don't know how to say it. It's like Grungish. hipster. Like grungy. Yeah, grungy. Um, and then there was like goth, like mm-hmm. cloak and black hair and, you know. But um, it was really funny definitely etchy so if you're not into that yeah um not for you a lot of sexual humor but um very funny it's it's great it was great great. you know what let me see that for a second what you know what it might be my favorite show of the season it might be mine as well actually i think it is Uh, i'm gonna go ahead my favorite show of the season it's between that and then the last one that we're gonna talk about um okay so moving on dating story which we just call it dating story. It's, it's the our inexperienced dating story. and the experienced. Yes. Which is, I mean. Which is honestly a bad name for it. It's anyway. really bad. We talked about why it's a bad yeah. name. We talked about why it's a bad name in the uh, What's in Season episode. Um, But all you, I mean, gosh, what happened in the second half? Or what happened? What even happened in the show? Um, They went to they, Airsoft. so he introduces loser friends to her hot friends yeah nothing happened there fun fact nothing happened there yeah two of them had sparks um and then she turned him down and then he got hot and then he and no no no. he didn't only get hot yeah he lost weight yeah he was the fat one and he lost weight and then 
she wanted to go out with him. At least she acknowledged that that's messed up. Yes. Yeah. Because then because she was like, oh, my gosh, he's so hot. And they're like, well, why don't you go ask him out? And she's like, I shot him down so hard. Because she did. Yeah. She really shot him down. She was like, we have to, we don't even know each other. We have to make which an is, emotional connection which first. Which is such bullshit. They, yeah. they were hitting it off. Okay. They were hitting it off. Whatever. She shot him down really hard. And then he got hot. That's, it's pretty messed up. Anyway, mm. that is such a small part of what happened, but <laughs> it's important to us. Uh, then the other girl was dating an adult. Yeah. So um, the other girl um reconnected with her first boyfriend which yeah. happened to be well is now an adult is now an adult was like a senior when she was a freshman kind yeah. of situation um reconnected they started dating kind of kind of and then he said never mind and then she got all sad mm-hmm. and then she said i'll wait for you and that's how the, that's how that ended yeah um, and he's like he's like a loser too. Like he's not yeah, even like he a is. he's not even like a cool adult. Like yeah. he's like so the, they like didn't go to college in his yeah, first year. So the <laughs> the term is called Ronin. So what it oh, is yeah. is that um, he didn't he didn't do anything after graduating um, high school. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have a job. He's not um, he's not in college. Mm-hmm. Um, he it's a gap year. Yeah. So he he he's like a gap year, and now he's trying to like make up for it essentially um what happened with our main characters they broke up for a hot second yeah and it did they really break up though or was it just a like i'm mad at you and i'm not talking to you no so there was the whole i'm mad at you bit but then there was the part after that where she was like it feels dull there wasn't a spark anymore do you remember that kind of it's that I think it was worded differently. Uh-huh. Um, I because she was like, we're incompatible. Right. She was like, we don't, we don't like the other thing, the, the same, same things. things. Yeah. You should be with my sister. Right. Because you guys have more in common. Yeah. Right. 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 The show was really confusing. Yeah, it's also kind of boring. It's pretty. It, it got. It had lulls. A yeah. lot of lulls. It wasn't a very good show. It wasn't a very good show. And like it was one of those shows that we were like. There's a Gyaru in it, so we might as well watch it. Yeah, I mean, you know, high school romance. What yeah. can we say? We're suckers, right? We're mm-hmm. suckers. Um, but yeah, honestly, not a very good show. You wouldn't be missing out on much if you skipped it. Um, moving on to Forbidden Deductions. Um, also, I had higher expectations for it. Yeah. I think, okay, here's what I think is my issue with it. So I made the joke before about how we just got done with like a really good mm-hmm. detective show which was undead girl murder first but um that had a lot more things happening as far as it being um a period piece supernatural mm-hmm. like a lot more elements were going on yeah. in that um with this one which is um a detective show that is more modern um more realistic um besides the weird um hypnosis thing that yeah. our uh, main one of our main characters does um uh, i think i've been kind of spoiled by the um the colombo formula yeah of seeing how the crime is committed and then watching the detective figure it out mm-hmm. along after we the audience knows 
how it's done. Because how this show would end up going is a murder would happen and then they would gather clues but not really discuss them. Yeah. <laughs> they would gather clues but not discuss them. And then the guy would be like, I figured it out. And then they would just say everything Yeah, all at once. And it didn't really invite the audience yeah this into um, the um the the deductions it didn't invite the audience into they shot themselves in the foot with um by having ron the main i guess you could say the main detective the forbidden detective yes um speak to toto yeah um like alone Yes. Away from the camera. Yes. Yeah, so we don't. So Toto is the one who actually says everything, but Ron is the one who explains to Toto how everything went down. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it it like I said, it just wasn't really inviting. I yeah, didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't very inviting. Um, it didn't. I didn't ever feel really grasped by a particular mystery. Mm-hmm. I think the only one that I felt the most like. Huh? About was whenever they did the observatory yeah, on the island. One, yeah, but that one was also really like padded out. Yeah. Um. That one had like a char- a had, like, memorable three. character introduced. Yeah, and, it had like, like three episodes. Also, that's yeah. what I mean. Um. So. It was okay. <laughs> it's kind of all yeah. I have for it. They, this season there is was a season. very up and down. It was very up and down. I mean, the thing is that, like. Forbidden to, uh, so while we were like just being really mean about dating story and being like dating story is not a good show, mm-hmm. I would not say that Forbidden Deductions wasn't a good show. Yeah, it was just kind of boring. Um, it was just kind of boring. Yeah, that's all I have to say about it. I don't know if we're going to actually watch the second season because apparently they're making one already. But yeah, okay, moving on. Stardust Telepath. Also, I mean, it's just cute. Yeah, I, another, another show uh, that is cute girls doing cute things. Another show that is just that's ah, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, girls in high school having a rocket model rocket hobby club. Um, main character social severe social anxiety. severe social anxiety, but making friends. Yeah, and, and getting better about her social and getting better about it. Yeah, anxiety. all she needed was friends along all along. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which is basically explained in the very first scene of the very first episode (laughs) um but it's just cute so if you're in if you want to watch something cute and they like fake kiss with like some slight eerie undertones um i think it's more than slight (laughs) they don't (laughs) (laughs) it's undertones it is definitely undertones undertones. okay with the eerie undertones um this will definitely be for you because it's just cute yeah um it's very sweet you know, it makes you go, aw. Is the pink-haired girl actually an alien? We might, ne- we might never know. We'll probably never we'll, know. We'll never know if she's actually an alien or not. Except for that one time when she, like, actually did something kind of supernatural. Remember when she, like, went away for a second? And then the main character yeah. was at the... <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, on just, top of... And she just kind of appears. He appeared. Yeah. She's like, you called? Yeah. And, like, <laughs> that's not explained at all. Mm-mm. No. No, she's silly. Yeah. Anyway, that's it's a cute show. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Next up, I'm in love with the villainess. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Good writing. Um, glad we. St- I'm glad we stuck with it. Me too. Because I was, you know, I 
isekais, you know. I don't really yeah, know yeah, about yeah. them. Um, but um, I think it. I I you know, I've already said this. I follow some of the voice actors, and I know that it only gets better from here. So yes. I hope that they continue it. Yes, I agree. Um, my friend went on an obsession with it. Right. And so I know quite a few things about, or I won't say that. I know that it gets better. It gets even um, better. Even better. Yes. Because I saying it gets better is a bad way to put it because it's already good. It's already good. It's already good. Um, I guess as far as the season ends with um, Claire, the one. So we got Ray and Claire. Ray is the one who was isekai and is the one who is in love with Claire. Mm. Claire is the villainess. Claire is the villainess. Claire does does not reciprocate um, Ray's feelings, at least not explicitly. You know what? Okay. There's a lot. There's a lot of um, undertones. Yeah. I mean, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what's really funny? Hmm. Um, there's like you know we watch all these shows and so I like barely remember like any characters names but I remember Ray Taylor's name because they I say think it all the they time they say it all the time they say it a yeah. lot they say Ray Taylor a lot <laughs> um, so uh, but essentially by the end of the season we do get some sort of confession out of Claire mm. that she does have feelings for ray um so that's that that is where it ends though is where and once again this is like it's very much where she says it and then she's like and then she tries to like you know quote unquote take it back Mm -hmm. but what's been said but then everyone's like wow you're married now yeah everyone (laughs) is like so when's the wedding Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know um rooting for them yeah definitely they're they're all rooting for them um I mean, it's just really good. Yeah. I think it explored a lot of um, complicated feelings, especially like queer feelings, because Ray had um, a lot of, you know, because I'm gay and I like a girl who isn't explicitly gay, um, maybe what is best for our relationship is for me to keep my distance mm-hmm. to, to a sense. I mean, obviously, she's still all, yeah, I love you. Like... I'm obsessed with you. I just want to spend like whatever. Yeah, but never expect anything out but of it. But never expect anything out of it because she thinks that the only way that Claire will still keep her around is if she puts distance between mm-hmm. between them. Um, and essentially accepts that Claire will never reciprocate her feelings, which is then pushed by the surprise lesbian at the end mm-hmm. who says, who is is there to just push yeah. Ray to um, be more honest with her feelings and being more um, forthcoming with with Claire about how serious she is. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was really cool. So would recommend. You know what? That what? like princess, I don't remember her name because it's a little complicated. <laughs> um, but that rival lesbian princess mm-hmm. um, is like the only character in the show that has been like how do you know all yeah, this the only character that has taken ray to the side and been like are you a spy okay you know what also <laughs> i don't think we talked about this in the um in the what's in season uh-huh. but we talked about this l- later in the show mm-hmm. is all these my 
my thing with one of my problems with isekai is whenever they're like oh i'm bringing over this thing i know from the modern world right. into this you know medieval world because it's always mm-hmm. a medieval world right. pretty much mm-hmm. uh, which we've talked about that before um how do they know this stuff ray makes chocolate Ray invents makes... chocolate and mayonnaise. Yes, it, Ray is the inventor of chocolate and mayonnaise in the in the Tome game. Yeah, like <laughs> that's not easy to make. That's not common knowledge. Yeah, and I'm like, how do you know this stuff? <laughs> um, yes. So she, the print, the lesbian princess, does question, and she's just kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she's like, uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Yeah, she literally just says, eh, don't worry about it. And the princess is like, okay. Yeah, she's like, I'm not a spy. I'm not going to mess anything up. Yeah, she's like, just know that I'm not I'm not a spy and I'm not going to mess anything up. She's like, all right, that's all I needed to know. Um, But yeah, good show. Okay, last on this list is Undead Unluck, which is continuing, mm-hmm. Um, which is this like post-apocalyptic people kind have of. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, it's actually really weird. It's a I'll get to it. Yeah. Um people certain people have powers and there's this book that is God. Yeah. And it gives them tasks and if they don't do the tasks, then they get punished and the punishments affect the whole world, not mm-hmm. just them. So they are trying to complete all of the tasks to gain knowledge about the book so they can destroy the book um that's a the the rundown of what's happening the lore of this show is so confusing i love it yeah it's really cool like the world building yeah because like from what you can imagine in the first episode or what you see in the first episode you think it's like post-apocalyptic because there's like no one around yeah. Um, but then later in the show, you see just like regular people doing their regular day lives. Yeah. But they go like, to Rio and they're just on the beach. Yeah. But like <laughs> also the universe doesn't exist yet. Yes. Okay. So that's that's a good example. So of what of what these rules mean. Yeah. So they. So the book gave them a task and they didn't complete it. Yeah. So the book goes punishment. Um, I'm going to create. Uh, UMA, because they're called UMAs. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it stands yeah, for. Yeah, me too. Um, UMA Galaxy. And that's what it's called. Um, now, before UMA Galaxy, we learn that there are no stars in the sky. Um, it's an off, off-handed thing. Yeah. That they, the, the people of this planet, it's Earth, have never seen stars. So UMA Galaxy is born... And they get put in a galaxy. Yeah. And there are stars now. And the whole thing is that um, only people who have powers know that something has changed. Yeah. So the regular people of Earth are not phased. The regular people of Earth are never phased. Mm -hmm. That's a better way to put it. Because then another... This was actually a reward. This is a reward, but kind (laughs) of inconvenient. Inconvenient. Um, They got the reward of language unification. So... All of the people with powers, they are from all over the world. 
they all speak different languages. So like our main character is Japanese. She speaks Japanese. But then we have another character on the board. He's Chinese and he only speaks Chinese, right? Um, and then they have these neckties that work as like um, translators. So they all wear the neckties and that's how they can, they can all understand each mm-hmm. other in the group. But the world, the unified, the unified language was English. So now all of the people with powers in the world who spoke a language other than English can't understand any of the people that they yeah, are around. They're the only ones that speak that language now. Yes. And the people and their, uh, in a later episode, we see a little glimpse of it because it was a Japanese schoolboy. Mm-hmm. Friend comes up to him and um, tries talking to him. And then he yells back at him in Japanese. He says, why are you all speaking English? Like, what happened? Is this some sort of prank? Yeah. Like, my phone text is different. Like, you know, it's all English. And the friend's like, um, you've been speaking really weird for the last couple of days. Like, yeah, they're okay? like, yeah. Um, so that one was like a weird reward because mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it made, well, there's a lot of like hunting each other and stuff. So it, it made them all much more um known yeah <laughs> they obvious. couldn't hide they couldn't hide because then i mean if you don't know english then you must be a person with powers yeah uh yeah it's revealed later that there's like the there's the main group which are people their end goal is to kill god well, and then yeah. the there's another group that their end goal is to basically rule the world um so one group wants to stop the rules. One group wants to keep the rules going. Yes. And um, where we ended was just a good old-fashioned conflict Yeah, <laughs> between the two groups. Um, our main characters who are... Well, actually, you know, let's talk about the main characters for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we have... Um, her name starts with an F and I'm forgetting it. Yeah. Uh, her and um, Andy or zombie mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call him. Fuko. Uh, so Fuko and Andy are becoming closer because mm-hmm. that's Andy's whole goal. Uh, but yeah. So, so what we learned about Andy is that he is um, maybe a god. Kind of. Basically, his power is broken. Yes, like, so his power is broken. He is unbelievably strong. Yeah. So he has, he has stunted, he stunted himself yeah. with this, like, card that he puts in his brain. It just, like, messes up his frontal lobe mm-hmm. to where, like, all the neurons don't actually fire correctly. Yeah, so his real, per- his original personality is, like... Victor. Is Victor who just wants to destroy everything because yes. he's he's been alive for so long that he's just tired of it. Yes, and he wants I mean I he wants the world to fear him. Yeah. You know, he wants he wants that fear. Um so we do get a moment where we see this alternate alternate personality of Andy because um the the UMA spoil. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. It was the only way to defeat the UMA spoil because he was spoiling everything. He was rotting everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so Victor is, rele- is released and um, 
basically ne- needs everybody to fight him because <laughs> he's so strong. Um, but Fuko is like, this isn't the Andy that I know, and yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to him. Oh yeah, that's right, because she has to because whenever she, now whenever Fuko touches him, you know her power is on luck. Nothing happens because she doesn't feel anything for him. Mm-hmm. She like actually despises him. Um, so she does this thing where she like shoots him in the head and sticks her thumb in there to like yell at him. Yeah. And he comes back and they kiss on the battlefield. Oh my gosh. They kiss on the battlefield. It's so cute. (laughs) Anyway, I'm rooting for them. Yeah. (laughs) That is all I have to say about that. (laughs) And I'm excited to see more. Yeah. Um, and then we had one more show that we started late. Yes, we <laughs> really started late. this show really late and meant to watch more of it and then just didn't. <laughs> and um, what's the full title of the show? It is Furin Beyond Journey's End. Yes. So it is a... Um, whenever we started, I looked at you and I said, is this some D&D? <laughs> is this some D&D stuff? Um, it's fantasy. And it kind of is. It's fantasy. It's high fantasy. Um, so, Firin is an elf. Elves live a really long time. Uh, she went on a hero's journey, hero's quest with... Um, three companions. With three companions, two of which are human. Mm-hmm. The other one was a... Dwarf. Dwarf. That's right. Um, so, they go on this hero's quest. They literally save the world... Um, everybody loves well there's like a main hero you mm-hmm. could say he like not that he takes all the glory but he yeah. basks in the glory heavily um and then because she doesn't age quickly we get to see um both of the humans pass in the future there's like a mm-hmm. time skip right and her feelings about that because for her it was like it was only 10 years like what are you making a big deal of just 10 years for yeah like our our big hero journey was only 10 years um but then like once they pass she realizes that it was pretty important yeah it was actually a pretty significant part of our life Mm -hmm. um and it's that's why it's um beyond journey's end because we actually as the audience don't get to see the hero's journey we just get to see what she does after it and it's pretty cute she does take on a, an apprentice and it's mostly Yeah, because her whole thing now is that after her friends have passed on, mm-hmm. um, she realizes that she wants to like get to know humans more and appreciate right. them more. Mm-hmm. So she like goes to these different places and it's all related to like their her friends and her journey and things like that. Right. Yeah, like cleaning up statues yeah. and reliving memories and things. Yeah, like and her that. hobby is collecting spells. Really random spells. Yeah, I would I would even venture to say that they're not helpful. Um, some of them. Yeah, some of them are not helpful. <laughs> the one about the grapes making grapes sour. Yeah, there's a spell for making sweet grapes sour. So silly. <laughs> um, things like that. <laughs> But it it seems really cute, and I would yeah. like to watch more. And it is continuing into the next into the winter twenty twenty four, twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four, winter twenty twenty four. So we will talk about it then. Yes, we got to catch up. Hmm. But 
Yeah, was there anything else that you wanted to um, mention? Jujutsu Kaisen also completed its Happened. second season. <laughs> um, for some reason, I didn't watch it. I just didn't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it. Yeah, I think that is about it for this episode. That is what we watched, what we thought. There's some good stuff. There's mm-hmm. some not so good stuff. Yeah, this was a season that we we watched there, a, okay. we watched a lot, but we did not like. Yeah, it was all a season it. that we were like, well, we might as well watch it. Yes, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Kenichi Ha podcast. I'm Natalie, and I'm Jared. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeehaw. Yeehaw.